Credit card debt can be a never-ending game where balances move from card to card while you chase teaser intro rates only to pay balance transfer fees. Put an end to the games. Whitefish Credit Union's credit card has no balance transfer fees and we offer a fixed interest rate starting at just 7.9% annual percentage rate. Even if you have less than perfect credit, Whitefish Credit Union may be able to help. Visit whitefishcu.com or call us at 862-3525 to apply. Whitefish Credit Union, we belong to you. Some restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Knock On Sports, and joining us right now on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline, it is the head coach of the Class AA State Champion Sentinel Spartans, Dane Oliver. Coach, it is great to chat with you. Really appreciate the time, and I got to imagine that uh, that sounds pretty good to you right now. Yeah, I was just thinking that as you you went into your intro. It's uh, a pretty sweet sound, and it's a representation of a a long journey and a lot of hard work by, by the current players and families, but also uh, the alums and Spartan Nation. Uh, it's pretty happy right now, and uh, obviously just very happy for all the people involved. Coach, I mean, for you guys to win the state championship, only one team really gets to do that. And you kind of talked about all the work that goes into this uh, season, and obviously we, we're going to talk about all the things that happened with COVID, so not a normal year here. But did you feel a sense of relief with your players that, hey, the job's done, the journey's done, and we achieved the goal we wanted? Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, a culmination of, for me, being involved with Sentinel football, like uh, 12, 13 years. And you think back to conversations you, you've had with people who said it could never be accomplished or, um, you know, Sentinel or doesn't, have the, is, doesn't have a population or big kids. Whatever the excuses are, you, you think of those throughout the years and it, it makes it pretty sweet to, and surreal, uh, so many different emotions to describe it. Mm-hmm. But overall, uh, it's an experience that nobody can take away from us. And th- th- you think of all the factors, the COVID, you think of, I don't know if people realize how hard it is to, to not only make the game, but to actually to, to win it. And I, I think I didn't realize that as well. But so many things have to go right. And we were fortunate enough and through a lot of hard work by our players to, to get it done. Coach, going into this game here, first off, your defense, and I think that's the biggest thing is, is obviously I know last week we kind of talked about the offenses, Taco Dollar, uh, you guys obviously with uh, both Sermon and Bay, and, and we've talked about the offense, but the defenses I feel like stole the show in this game, and your defense in particular, obviously we know how good it's been, but the fact that playing this Billings West offense, they gave up only field goals, they didn't give up touchdowns, which ultimately helped you guys win. How did you feel about your defense? It was a little different approach. It was a bend but not break, and we haven't played that style all year. And I've always, uh, we've always believed as coaching staff that you have to win a variety of football games if if, if you want to make a run. And so you can get into shootouts or you can get into defensive battles. And this was definitely uh, a game management type game uh, where you you played a little field position. But special teams were so big. Uh, but the defense, you know, it was. We Chase Williams, a starting Sam backer, he didn't play, so we had to move Charlie Kurgan back to to the the linebacker spot. It was his first game all year, and we played three different defensive ends. And I thought Billings West kind of attacked us in that area, so there was a little bit of a chess match there. But boy, to buckle down in the red zone and and show some resiliency, uh, led by our defensive coordinator Mike Motz in his first year, it was it was special, and it was a fun game to be a part of, and. I was engaged, and why I enjoy coaching football so much is because it, it, it forces you to, to struggle and think and uh, work through scenarios a little bit like chess, and uh, just very rewarding to be a part of that and watch our defense step up and, 
and make those plays in the red zone, hold them to a field goal. Coach, your team got better as the game went on. So let me get your thoughts here. How did you feel about how your team came out to start with and, and how the emotions went as the game went along? Well, it, it was a new experience for me, obviously, and our players. But we came out of the locker room and we had more fans than they did and they were amped up. Uh, so I, I, we had a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that hurt us, actually. Um, we needed to settle in. And I, and I know the feed wasn't real good, but kind of you stole a basketball strategy and burned a timeout and, and, and didn't chew on them, just said, hey, we need to take a deep breath. And we talk a lot about the mental game, the mental approach to football. And, and they just needed a reminder. I needed a reminder as a head coach. So that just, just a quick little breathing strategy. Uh, we call it box breathing. That settled them in. And right after that, we, we started playing good football. Um, so if I were to go back and do it again, I would, I would have, now that I know it, right, uh, we would have, <laughs> We would have came out a little less energized, but, you know, it's a great experience and something I think the kids will remember. To, happy for our fans that they were so excited, but it made the game and the victory that much sweeter. Coach, talking about your offensive line and giving some props to the big boys, I love giving some credit to them, uh, but what did you think about how your lines played in a game where this was kind of an even match in terms of size? Well, our, our tackles, two new starters, Parker Lindsey, Zach Hangis, did an incredible job on an uh, amazing defensive front. You know, that number 55 brought committed to the Cats. He's a heck of a player. And they just kind of seemed to cycle guys through. So we had to we had, uh, a play in our run game that had been working so well all year. wasn't working Friday night. And so we had to adjust and adapt. And, you know, then you look at the middle. You look at Dylan Rollins, played an exceptional game. Geno Leonard had battered. You know, he didn't practice for the last two weeks, and he powered through with a bum ankle against some – defensive front so you know it, you know I know he didn't play as well as he would like up front but you know just his leadership and toughness was amazing and then Ramsey Knowles our right guard uh, guy with a great mullet uh, <laughs> he, he played exactly well and then the kid that we had to give Gino a break Connor Hengus a junior man he came in and, and did a heck of a job so those big boys deserve a ton of credit they don't get their name said enough on the radio or on tv but uh, we couldn't uh, accomplish what we accomplished without those guys. And then Coach Joseph and Coach Casina are are two exceptional coaches and get them to play so hard. And we just talk about effort up front, and, and those guys play hard for for their position coaches. So super happy for them, and they deserve it. They earned this state title. Coach, how difficult is it? Because we don't know – you guys don't – Actually, we don't really see a 3-4 defense out west. I don't know anybody that really runs it. Uh, so how much of a game plan or how much does that change things in terms of seeing a 3-4 defense? Dramatically. <laughs> and <laughs> you talk about it. You know, people run a 3-4 because they have three really big kids who are athletic, right? If you don't have those kids, you can't free up your backers. And, and they just they created a ton of issues. From the first play of the game, we knew it was going to be a handful. So it took us a while to adjust. I said if I would have been in this position even two years ago, I would, would have completely botched that game. And not to say we did everything perfect, but we knew we had to manage it. And I got great communication with Coach Joseph on the headset upstairs, kind of my eyes in the sky. And I felt like that you know, we did the best we could against a really good defense. If you if you replay the game and look at the sequence, you know you're playing good teams when neither team had a hard time uh, scoring touchdowns, right? We were able to score because we had some – unbelievable athletes that Cruz makes some amazing catches uh and that was the difference we were able to throw it up to a tremendous athlete and make a play and 
and our defense was able to hold them to field goals. So I really thought that was the difference in the game, and I think that's just a testament to, to both coaching staffs and both defensive staffs how to, how to buckle down and, and play solid defense. As that field shrinks, it gets real hard. Speaking of Zach Cruz, Coach, when did you know or did you know when he chipped his tooth and he keeps on playing? How much of a testament is that to, to Zach? Well, Zach Cruz, the Cruz family, is, is you know they embody the, the toughness we look for in a program. And uh, the toughest of them all is the mom, Paula. And uh, it trickles down to her boys, Zach and Hayden. But, you know, they, they uh, I, I didn't even know about the tooth till after the game. Um, that was the first question I was asked by Jordan Hansen, the Missouri, and I had no idea what he was talking about. So they kind of know to shield those things from me, and it doesn't <laughs> surprise me one bit. But, boy, he showed up. He's an elite athlete. I you know, he's as a junior, we've never had a kid off offers from the Cats and Grizz, and he's earned that. And I thought the elite athletes amongst amazing athletes made some plays on both sides of the ball, and Zach Cruz was one of them. Speaking to your quarterbacks here, obviously Camden Sermon, Dayton Bay, they've had great seasons, but at the same time, Dayton Bay, saving his best for last, what a performance by him. Yeah, almost poetic, isn't it? I mean, you bring in another quarterback who moves to town and he takes a lot of the reps and gets a lot of attention. And Dayton Bay is just kind of, he, he earned that. You can talk about destiny or fate, but what I'll tell you is Dayton did the work. And we say all the time, hey, guys, be so great that we can't keep you off the field. Right? If, you know, you can complain that we're not, I'm not playing enough, but, but get it done and be so great that the coaches find a way to get you in the game. And uh, that's what, what happened with Dayton all years. He was so consistent in practice and his leadership and knows the scheme so well that. You know, I think it's an example that younger kids can look up to, not only for how, was, how he handled it, but how he had an opportunity and took advantage of it every time uh, during the season. And his work ethic showed up on the bright stage, and I uh, couldn't be more happy for the young man. The Sentinel Spartans are the Class AA state champions for 2020, the first state championship for the school since 1972. We're chatting with the head coach, Dane Oliver, joining us on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline. Uh, Dane, you had a very talented football team. You've talked about it. Many people have told me about how close this team has been. Um, and, I, and I feel like from year to year, you can't always say that about every single team. It, with the successful teams, it's always about how close they are. It's almost a family atmosphere. When it comes back and you look at this team, what will you be most proud of with this group? Our goal every year is to take a group of uh, individuals and get them to play as a team. And so that's what uh, that's what this team's about. And and, and we spend a lot of time on it. It's not something we just talk about it. We, we talk about vulnerability and trust and, and uh, sacrificing your individual needs for the greater, greater good. And that's what I'm going to remember the most. You know, something Coach Dennison says all the time, and, and Coach Dennison's dad was a coach for the Spartans when they, when they played in the championship in 84. But Troy Dennison, our D-line coach, you know, he talks about how, you, hey, guys, you can win a state championship and if you hated the people and were miserable during the experience, it, during, that, during that championship run, it's not going to mean much. So our goal was to, number one, be the tightest team in Montana and then to win a state title. And I think those two complemented each other, and that message was very on point. And I could say that it wasn't always easy. The struggle was very real. But in the end, there was a lot of smiles and happy, happiness because uh, these, these kids really did care about each other. And... Uh, it creates this pretty special me memory, Anthony, that uh, they can't ever take it away. And in 20 years when we have our reunion, it, it creates a bond that will last a lifetime. 
And with that being said, Coach, once the clock hit zero and you guys were celebrating, um, I know it's only been 72 hours since then, but for you, what did you enjoy the most with your guys or, or, or whatever happened after the celebration, uh, after the game? What did you enjoy the most with the guys? You know, there's a lot that I enjoyed. Uh, the, just the pure joy on the boys' faces. And, I, mm-hmm. and I've said this before. If you could bottle up that emotion and sell it, you'd, you'd be the richest person in the world. But that emotion can only come from a total commitment uh, to, to whatever you're involved in. And that's what, uh, that's what I enjoyed the most, was just seeing that pure emotion. And that lasts uh, for quite a while. Uh, the bus trip home, stopping in Bozeman. We got a, p- a great picture of the boys at a Bozeman rest stop, and you can just see that, that happiness on their face. And that didn't come from, from uh, a drug. It, it came from their, their commitment to each other and, and the hard work, and I think that all manifests itself in, in the joy that comes out in those, those special moments. And that, that's what creates that bond that you can't ever forget. And then, Coach, uh, I don't know. Obviously, you know, we, we have protocols and everything in the world of, of COVID, but uh, were you able to get a Gatorade bath on Friday night? Yeah, I was. Yeah, they caught me about midfield, and <laughs> boy, I, I think I about had hypothermia after it. I was pretty cold, could barely talk. But, uh, you know, like I said, that, that's something you see on TV, and I, I didn't know it was coming. I, you always think, how does a coach not know it? But you don't. You're, you're so <laughs> present in that moment. Uh, that it caught me about, and man, but I was I was totally completely fine with it. But uh, another great memory. <laughs> I can only imagine, especially how cold Friday night was. Uh, and with yeah. that, with that being said, Coach, um, again, usually state champions get a parade. I don't know. Uh, can fill us in on that. When, when you guys might be able to get a parade, or if uh, what's going to be next uh, for for the Spartans in terms of uh, championship? Well, you know the fire trucks. Uh, the police, they escorted us off the interstate down to uh, Sentinel High School, and we had some family and friends there, had a little celebration outside. And, and we had a dump truck, too, and it's so funny. High school kids were so excited that a dump truck was part of that parade, too. So. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I just got word. A, a banquet's not in the works right now. We're going to postpone that to 2021, I think, with, with – the, the special season we had, I want this to be in person. So we're hopeful, like everybody, for a lot of different reasons, not just for a Spartan football banquet, that we can get back together at some point before the school year ends. And I, we will find a way to do it safely. Um, but right now, it's been hard. We're not in school this week, so haven't got a chance to catch up with the boys. But um, when we get back, we'll reminisce and, and, and enjoy this special time in our lives. Class AA state football champion, head coach of the Sentinel Spartans, Dane Oliver, joining us here on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline. Coach, really appreciate the time, really appreciate the insight as well. Thanks for always coming on the show when I ask and chatting with me. And again, congratulations to you and the boys on a fantastic season, undefeated season uh, to go along with that. And I uh, can't wait to chat with you again soon. Yeah, I look forward to catching up. And, uh, you know, it was a difficult year, Anthony, but you know, through your medium and a lot of other people who care about these kids i thought we made it a pretty pretty memorable year for for all the montana double a football teams and can't thank you enough for your coverage and and uh, go spartans